what do you know? Here we are once again for more Sounds Like Radio. Welcome, welcome to you all. I am your humble host here on these beautiful broadcasts that we do here. Yes, today we have, actually today we have the very last episode of The Great Gildersleeve from the 1950 to 51 season. But don't worry, The Great Gildersleeve wasn't over. He'll be back for the 51-52 season in September. Yes, September. So The Great Gildersleeve is going to take a, a summer vacation starting next week. But this will be the final Great Gildersleeve show for this season. Today, the Great Gildersleeve actually is planning on taking a vacation, a vacation to Half Moon Lake. And you know how it is with vacations. I remember when we'd go on our summer vacation to Wildwood, New Jersey. We'd always start out early in the morning. We would plan. We'll get out and get in the car by 8 a.m. and we'll be on the road and we'll get there in the early afternoon. That was the plan, but... It seemed every single year we, we'd get in the car about 11 or 12 noon. <laughs> oh, things just never worked out. And you know, that is exactly what's going to happen on today's Great Gildersleeve. They have such beautiful plans they're making, but it, things just don't work out the way they wanted. Yeah, well, we'll find out what happens in today's Great Gildersleeve. And uh, this is a neat show, as at the end of the show, as they do every year, they introduce the cast of the Great Gildersleeve, so we'll hear that too. And we're going to start off with some music for the summertime season. You know, this is summertime, and that's when the Great Gildersleeve takes his summer vacation, and that's when most people take their summer vacation. We always did, too. And here's Bing Crosby. He likes the whole idea of summertime. In fact, he wants to sing about in the good old summertime. Oh, it makes Bing feel good, and, and this song makes everyone feel good. Here's Bing Crosby. In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime, a strolling through the shady lanes with your baby mine. You hold her hand, she holds yours. That's such a very good sign. She's your tootsie wootsie in the good old summertime. Say, would see girl in the good old summer. 
summer, good old summertime. Oh my, yeah. There you have Bing Crosby here on Sounds Like Radio. Well, you know, doing these summertime shows, it always reminds me of, of when I was a kid and we'd go on our summer vacations. When we finally would get to the beach in Wildwood, we'd always, well, we'd go out to the beach, we'd spend all day there. It wasn't my favorite thing to do because I didn't like getting hot. Eh, I didn't like tanning. I certainly didn't lay under the sun like some people. But it was fun to run into the ocean. It was fun playing on the boardwalk. It was fun watching the television shows that Wildwood had. They were all different from what we had where we lived. And what was extra fun was when you were on the beach and you would hear off in the distance the sound of the ice cream man. Yeah, Mr. Softy would be approaching. Mr. Softy! Softy, the soft ice cream man. The creamiest, creamiest, softest cream you get from Mr. Softy. Very fresh and delight to please. Look for Mr. Softy. My milkshakes and my sundaes and my cones are such a treat. Listen for my store on wheels jingling down the street. The creamiest, creamiest, softest cream you get from Mr. Softy. Very fresh and delight to please. Look for Mr. Softy. It's so happy, double E. Mr. Oh, yeah, Mr. Softy. I just love Mr. Softy. Oh, man, we'd run over to the to the truck. It would pull up right there at the edge of the beach. We'd run up there. Our feet would be all burning from running through the hot sand. But then we felt cool when we started. Oh, when we started eating those delicious soft ice cream cones. Oh, it was so good. Mr. Softy, uh, a fond memory of Wildwood. And that's just what was part of whenever we said, let's go on vacation. Let's get away from it all. Like, sort of like Joe Stafford says, let's get away from it all. Let's take a boat to Bermuda. Let's take a plane to St. Paul. Let's take a kayak to Quincy or Nyack. Let's get away from it all. Let's take a trip in a trailer. No need to come back at all. Let's take a potter to Boston for charter. Let's get away from it all. We'll travel around from town to town. The whole wide world will see. And I'll repeat, I love you, sweet, wherever we may be. Let's go again to Niagara, and this time we'll look at the fall. Let's leave our hut, dear, get out of our rut, dear. Let's get away from it all. So tired of the dull routine Up to town on the 8.15 Back at night off to bed and then Get up and start it all over again Let's motor down to Miami Let's climb the Grand Canyon Wall Let's catch a big tuna in Laguna Let's get away from it all Let's spend some time I get a real southern draw Off to Reno 
Joe Stafford can't wait to get away from it all. Yeah, you know, that's the way summertime is. You know, one day it's spring, you're going along, it's nice outside. But then one morning you wake up and by golly, it's summer. Sort of like what Nat King Cole experienced when he said, This morning it was summer. Ah, what an awakening. He awoke to summertime. Uh, Here is Nat King Cole on Sounds Like Radio. Take it, Nat. This morning it was summer I remember long ago A skylark on my shoulder told me so This morning we were lovers happy we were gay but now love you are somewhere far away you left me in the sunshine now there is rain I tried so just to find you But all my searching was in vain This evening it is winter Yet my heart sounds this alarm This morning it was summer in your This evening it is winter Yet my heart sounds this alarm This morning it was summer In your eyes So You've learned that heartache has no pride 
pretending unconcern won't stop the tears you try to hide and when you're all alone with just a memory that's when I bet you'll learn the one who most concerned is me Well, that's the way you write a letter, ain't it? To whom it may concern Yeah, yeah that was good, wasn't it? Nat King Cole. And this morning, it was summer. Just like that, it appears. You know, you look outside, you see them dandelions. And it's hot out there. Well, that's those are sort of signs. It's summertime. And it's summertime in Gildy Land, as Gildy is preparing to go on a vacation to Half Moon Lake. We'll hear what happens when Gildersleeve... Well, he, like me and my family, always try to get up early and get an early start of it. But, uh, well, things just don't always work like that. From May 30th of 1951, let's listen now to The Great Gildersleeve here on Sounds Like Radio. I am your humble host. And now, The Great Gildersleeve. The Kraft Foods Company presents Willard Waterman as the Great Gildersleeve. The Great Gildersleeve is brought to you by the Kraft Foods Company. Before we join the Great Gildersleeve tonight, just a word about a new and exciting Kraft product. It's Kraft Salad Oil, the first salad oil ever offered for your home use by the makers of all those other wonderful Kraft products. The first time you try this wonderful, new, lighter-bodied, super-fine salad oil, you'll know you've discovered something really new, really wonderful. So don't wait. Get Kraft Salad Oil tomorrow. Well, this is a red-letter day at the great Gildersleeve's house. Big things are about to happen. How can you tell? Just look at little Leroy. It's six o'clock in the morning, and he's out of bed and heading into his uncle's room. Hey, Uncle, wake up. Come on, wake up. What's the matter? It's time to get up. Let's get going. Leroy, it's not time to get up. Stop shaking me and go back to bed. Back to bed? Nothing. we got to get going. This is the day we leave on our vacation. Vacation? Oh, my goodness. Call the family. Get everybody up. we got to get an early start. Yes, sir. There's no time to be lost on vacation day. 6.30 in the morning, and the water commissioner has taken the car to the service station, had it filled with gas and oil, and is on his way home for the grand departure. By George, it's beautiful at this time in the morning. Prettiest time of the day. I'll... A man ought to get up early every morning. I didn't... 
Oop. There's the judge out in his front porch. What's the old goat doing up this early? Hello, Judge. Well, good morning, Gilda. What are you, the early bird looking for a worm? <laughs> it's not early, Judge. I've been up almost an hour. So have I. Morning is my time to work in the garden. Why don't you come and see my cucumbers? Yeah, I haven't time, Judge. Just stop by to say goodbye. We're leaving on our vacation this morning. Eight o'clock sharp. Oh, so this is the day. Uh, you bet. Bertie's going to Kansas City to visit her sister. And I'm taking Marjorie and Bronco, Leroy and the twins, up to Half Moon Lake. I've rented a cabin and everything. Well, isn't that nice? I admire your courage, Gilde, taking the whole family. Your courage? It's quite a chore, transporting the babies and all. Yeah, not for me, it isn't, Judge. I have this whole trip planned. I'm running it on a timetable. Oh? Certainly. I didn't leave anything to the last minute. All the details were taken care of days ago. We have a little bed for the twins that goes in the back seat of the car. All I have to do is go home, load in the suitcases, get the little family aboard, and we're off. Slick as a whistle. Do you have your road maps? Sunglasses? Yo, I have everything, Judge. A trip like this is no problem at all if you know how to organize it. And believe me, I've organized it. At five minutes of eight, we'll be locking the house. At eight o'clock, straight up, I step on the starter and off we go. It's all a matter of planning. Certainly sounds efficient, Gilday. Well, you know me, Judge. I don't forget a thing. By the way, Gildy, where's your hat? Your hat? Oop, left it back at the gas station. See you later, Judge. Bye. Catch a fish for me. Want some more hot coffee, Mr. Gillsleeve? Last call. Well, just a little more, Bertie. This is the last of the hot stuff. The man's outside waiting to shut off the gas. Well, good. Everybody's right on time. You see how smoothly things go when you have a system? I had all these things planned, Bertie. We sure are clicking. <laughs> this house is buzzing like a beehive. Well, that's because the head bee is on the job. Uh, all your things packed, Bertie? Yes, the bird is all packed and my suitcase is on the stoop. Train leaves at 8.30. Well, good. Quarter of eight, huh? Let's get going. Yeah, take your time, my boy. We're on schedule. As soon as I gather up the suitcases, we can start loading the car. Oh, heck, I'm loading it already. Where's a piece of cloth? Your cloth? Yeah, I'm going to have a flag on the end of my fish pole. Sticks out about ten feet behind the car. Oh, wait a minute. We can't carry that fish pole. Well, how am I going to fish? Yeah, we'll find a pole when we get there. Now, take it out of the car. Oh, for corn's sake. You got that little problem settled. Marjorie! Bronco! Yes, Mr. Gildersleeve? Bring the suitcases. Let's start loading. Well, here we are, Mr. Gildersleeve. Ready to go. Yeah, great. Tuck them in the car, Bronco. Bronco! I need the brown suitcase. Marjorie, it's loading time. We have to leave in ten minutes. Well, I can't leave yet, Uncle. I have to bathe the twins. Bathe the twins. It's almost 8 o'clock. Well, it'll only take a few minutes. Bring the suitcase, Bronco. Oh, my goodness. Well, it shouldn't take more than five minutes to give little Ronnie and Linda a bath. We're still on schedule. Almost. Marjorie, it's 10 after 8. 
I got everything put away in the kitchen, Mr. Gilsey. Yeah, good for you, Bertie. As soon as Marjorie comes down with the twins, we'll be off. Ten minutes late. That's not too bad. Well, we're all ready, Anki. Where are the babies? Well, Bronco's rocking them a little. I'd like to have them asleep before we put them in the car. Oh, good. Yeah, I've got everything rolling now. We'll stow things in the car and get Leroy. Where is Leroy? He was here a minute ago. That boy. Yeah, I'll go out on the front porch and call him. Leroy! Leroy! Can't go yet. You woke the babies up. I did. Keep your voice down, Leroy. We'll be on the road as soon as the twins are asleep. Put all your things in the car. I'll go get my turtle. We're not taking that turtle. Half Moon Lake is full of turtles. That's why I'm taking him. He needs company. No turtles in the car. What do I do with him? I can't leave him in the basket. Put him outside. Quiet down there. We'll never get the babies to sleep. Put him outside. Okay. Yeah. Things are still going all right. If we get away by 8.30, that isn't so bad. Miss Gilsey, my suitcase is on the stoop. I'm ready. Well, that's fine, Bertie. My train leaves in 10 minutes. I don't mean to rush you, but I only got 10 minutes, and we're going to get to the train. Oh, no, I forgot. I have to take you to the train. You're quick, in the car, Bertie. I kissed the baby and said goodbye to Miss Marge and Mr. Bronco. I think I got everything. Yeah, all right, Bertie. Come on. Run for the car, Bertie. Well, I got Bertie off all right. Now, let's see. Nine o'clock. Well, by George, we'll get started now. Marge will have the twins asleep. We'll put their bed in the car and take off. One hour late. Well, it could be worse. Shouldn't take more than a minute to load the car. Marjorie! I mean, Marjorie! Everybody! Let's go! We'll have to wait a couple of minutes, Anki. Now what? Well, Bronco had to go down to the drugstore. We're out of the baby's formula. Yofer. Marjorie, why didn't you think of these things before? You don't see me leaving things to the last minute. Where are we going to go, Unc? In a minute, Leroy. The gas man was looking for you. He wanted to know if you'd closed up all the vents on the furnace. You answered the furnace, you old brother. Marjorie, you start loading things in the car while I go down in the basement. What's the matter, Unc? Did you forget something? Leroy, go help your sister. I'd rather help you. Big help. closed up and then confounded we're going. Bronco's home. I heard his big feet upstairs. Oh, good. He and Marjorie will have the car loaded in no time. We'll be on our way. It's only a quarter to ten. We're not doing so bad. I'll go up and put the last of my stuff in the car, Unc. As soon as you finish, we can take off. Oh, fine, my boy. Now the family's clicking. We'll be on the road in five minutes. <laughs> Thank you.
ready, Mr. Gildersleeve? Yep. As soon as I get my hat and lock up the house. We got everything in the car, Unc. Boy, is it riding low. Looks like a hot rod. Yes, yes. I won't put the twins in the car until the very last, Unc. It's a good idea. Getting started on a trip isn't any problem when you get things organized. Where are the keys to the house? Well, I have them. All the doors are locked except the front. Great. Well, let's go out. You and I and Leroy will get in the car and... Bronco can bring the twins. Now, don't wake them up, Bronco. No, no, I won't. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah, you bet. Gosh, Unc, when do you see how I got the car fixed? Yeah, that's fine, my boy. How do you like the car, Unc? Some packing job, huh? I did a... Oh, brother, it is loaded. Who put the box on the floor in the back? That's mine. Couldn't hang it on the radiator. You know, Archie, couldn't you put some of these things in the trunk? The trunk's full, Unky. Well, here we are. The whole family. Open the door, Leroy. Well, the bed for the twins and back is all right. Where are the rest of us going to sit? Well, I could sit in back with the twins and Marge could sit up in front. Well, that'll make Leroy and me in a suitcase. Well, where am I going to sit? Somebody has to drive the car. But couldn't you put the suitcases on the floor? Yeah, there are two suitcases down there already. Where'd all this junk come from? Well, they're the things we absolutely need, Uncle. Yeah, maybe if I sat in the front and... No, that wouldn't work. Well, I have to sit in the back with the babies, but there isn't room for you in front. What if Leroy sat next to... No, the suitcase is there. Uh, let's face it. We can get everything we need in the car but us. <laughs> Great Gildersleeve will be back in just a moment. It's lighter bodied. It's super fine. It's Kraft Salad Oil, the first salad oil ever offered for your home use by the makers of all those wonderful Kraft salad dressing products. Get Kraft Salad Oil tomorrow at your grocer's. Gildersleeve started out this morning with high hopes. This is the day the water commissioner begins his vacation. And he had it all arranged for the family to be in the car and rolling toward Half Moon Lake by 8 o'clock. Uh, how are things going? Well, it's almost noon, and they're not rolling yet. Confounded suitcases. Leroy, see if that box will go in the back in the trunk. Are you kidding? There's stuff hanging out over the bumper now. We put wheels on it, we got a trailer. Well, put it on the floor in the back seat. That's where it was. You're all right, put it there again. Suffering cats, take stuff out, put stuff back. Unc, do you know what you're doing? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go in the house and see what Marjorie and Bronco are doing. Why don't we just leave them? We got to do something. At 8.30, I had everything ready to go. Come on in the house, Leroy. You think we ought to go back in? We're losing ground. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I can talk Marjorie out of some of that junk she's taking. You think we were going to Greenland? Yeah. Did you get things rearranged in the car, Auntie? Sure, we got them rearranged. We took them all out, all out, and we put them all back in. Why can't we go? Marjorie, 
I figured every conceivable arrangement. There simply isn't room for all that luggage in the car, with four people and two babies. Darn babies. Leroy, what are we taking them to the lake for? They can't fish. <laughs> Maybe we could have the luggage sent up on the train. No, no, there's no railroad anywhere near the lake. No bus service either. If we could just take something out of those suitcases and consolidate it. I told you, Anki, I'm only taking the absolute essentials. We have to have clothes. Hey, I've got an idea. Why don't we wear all the clothes? <laughs> then we won't need any suitcases at all oh, Leroy, you're no help Well, I'm trying Gee, aren't we ever going to go? 11.30 What a family Oh, I'll have to feed the babies again Bronco, see if there's enough hot water to warm some milk Holy cow, why don't just you and I go, Unc? Babies, milk, suitcases This could take all summer you Don't tempt me, Leroy there has to be a way to work this out. You stay here and keep an eye on things. I'm going to run down to Peavy's drugstore. I need a strong cigar. Hello, Peavy. Well, Mr. Gildersleeve. What can I do for you this morning? You can give me the longest, blackest cigar you have, Peavy. That's quite an order for a man starting on his vacation. The judge was in, said you and the family had left at 8 o'clock this morning. We haven't left yet. Yes, I see. I've never seen anything like it, Peavy. Just try to get four people and two babies started on a trip. I know what you mean, Mr. Gildersleeve. Mrs. Peavy and I planned a vacation one year. We were going to leave one Friday morning. You Friday morning, bright and early, I was sitting in the car waiting for Mrs. Peavy. Uh, did you get started before noon? I sat in the car until 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Well, that's not so bad. Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that can't happen to me, Peavy. The car's so loaded down, there isn't even room for me to sit. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do it. The car just isn't big enough. I need a bus. Mr. Gildersleeve, have you ever thought of taking the family up to the lake in shifts? Taking up in shifts? What do you mean? Well, Mrs. Peavy's sister had a large family, and when they travel from one place to another, the husband takes them in sections. He delivers one carload and, and comes back for another. Say, that's an idea. Of course, it makes a lot of driving, but I guess when a man has a big family, he likes to keep moving. By George, Peavy. You know, I think you've hit something. Yeah, I'll take part of the family up to the lake. Then come back and pick up the rest. Yes, sir, that solves the problem. I'm glad I can help you out. In fact, I feel so good, Peavy, I won't need this cigar. Well, hadn't you better take it along, just in case? No, problem is solved. You're a fine fellow, Peavy. I'm certainly selling cigars. (laughs) Well, see you later, Peavy. Have a nice vacation. Bronco Leroy, I have it figured out. Are we going, Unc? Can we leave? You bet. Uh, you call me, Mr. Gildersleeve? What is it, Unky? Well, I've worked out a plan, kiddies. How we can get to the lake. Very simple. We'll go up in shifts. Shifts? Certainly. I'll take you and the babies and the luggage up in one load. And then I'll come back tonight, and Bronco and Leroy and I will come up in the morning. You mean I don't get to go? No, Leroy, wait. Oh, I 
don't think that'll work, Mr. Gildersleeve. Eh? Well, that'd leave Marge and the twins up there alone all night. Oh, yes. Yes, it would, wouldn't it? Why don't Bronco and I go up and you come back for Marge and the twins in the morning? Well, that'd leave Marge alone down here. Yeah, that's no good either. Yeah, I could take Leroy up and come back in the morning. Well, that'd leave Leroy up there alone tomorrow. That's keen. <laughs> well, I could bring Leroy back. Then we're all back here again. Yeah, for <laughs> Yeah, there must be some way this family can get to the lake. Unky, why don't you and Leroy go up and stay for a week or two and then come back, and Bronco and I'll go up for a couple of weeks. Hey, that's a swell idea. Let's go, huh? No, just a minute. Just a minute. It's very generous of you, Marjorie. But you and Bronco are the ones who need the vacation. What about me? I'm a tired little kid. <laughs> Either way, Marge and I can go up first. It's all right with us. Well, somebody has to go. Holy cow. Well, we have to do something. What you getting sore about? Yeah, children, children, please. This is a vacation. You, Marjorie and Bronco, you take the twins in the car and you go. What about me? <laughs> No, Mr. Gildersleeve. You and Leroy go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we just can't split the family up, that's all. If we can't all go, we won't go at all. You said we were going. <laughs> what a vacation. Oh, now, wait a minute. Wait. Look, I have an idea. I think we're all hungry. You're hungry, aren't you, Leroy? <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, then. Let's take the twins. We'll pile in the car and we'll go down to John's drive-in. After we've had some lunch, we'll all feel better. What do you say? Yeah, not a bad idea. I can never think on an empty stomach. Well, I think it's the best suggestion we've had all day. You open the door, Bronco, and I'll bring the twins. Sure. Oh, we'll all feel better after we've eaten. That's right, my boy, we will. Can I help you, Marge? They're asleep. Open the back door of the car and I'll put them on their bed. Gee whiz. Now, Leroy, be a little soldier. Yeah. Now the blankets. There they are. Now that bed is just right for the twins. Babies. Now how are we going to get in, Anki? Well, now let's see. Uh, you get in the back next to the babies. I'll have to climb over these things on the floor. Well, let's open the door on the other side. No, don't do that. Everything on that side will fall out. <laughs> Why don't we cut a hole in the top? <laughs> like getting into a submarine. Ew. Next year, I'm going to spend my vacation at the Elks Club. <laughs> Climb in, Marge. I'll give you a hand. Now, be careful. Don't wake the twins. Don't wake the twins. Hello, Gildy. Yelper, the judge again. That's all we need, an old goat. Well, I thought you were leaving at 8 o'clock, Gildy. What happened? You were delayed. <laughs> Stand back, judge. And be quiet or you'll wake the twins. Hello, Bronco. Leroy. Hello, judge. Hi. Judge, we're trying to get in the car. Is that Marjorie in there? Hello, Marjorie. Hello, Judge. Judge, you're going to wake up the babies. Look at them in there on their little bed. Aren't they, dear? Judge, we're trying to get in the car. This reminds me of my grandfather's story of how they came across the plains in a covered wagon. Yeah, my goodness. It was pulled by oxen. <laughs> Very interesting, Judge. Now, if you don't mind, we'd better go. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, have a nice time at the lake. We're not going to the lake. What's this? Well, we haven't figured out how to get everybody up there. We were just going down to the drive-in lunch stand. Not much of a vacation. We're going to eat, Judge. Oh. Well, I have to be on my way. Goodbye, all. 
Goodbye, Judge. Yeah, let's go now. I don't want to go to the drive-in. I've lost my appetite. Leroy in the car. Where am I going to sit? In the glove compartment? <laughs> well, it isn't far to the drive-in. Leroy, you sit up in front in Bronco's lap. Do I have to? Come on, little brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Now, don't you, I mean, these suitcases. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Everybody settled? All right, back here. I'm squished. <laughs> well, I don't know how we did it, but hold tight. Uh, everybody comfortable? Yeah, I'm very comfortable. Say, kiddies, I have a great idea. Yeah? We're in the car. Babies, luggage. Why stop at the drive-in? Why don't we keep right on going to the lake? Hey, Les! Oh, it's fine with me. Let's go. Sure. All the family together. That's the way it should be. Half Moon Lake, here we come. Sailing, sailing over the bounding main. For many a stormy wind may blow a jackman's home again. Sailing, sailing. Great Gildersleeve will be right back. Tomorrow, at your grocer's, remember to pick up a pint or quart bottle of wonderful new Kraft salad oil. The first salad oil ever offered for your home use by the makers of all those other wonderful Kraft salad dressing products. Try this new salad oil in your homemade salad dressings, your baking, your cooking. It's lighter bodied because it's super fine. Get Kraft salad oil. Well, the good old summer Tim is with us again, folks. You know, I had a heck of a time getting the little family started on our vacation. We were on our way. And before we settled down at Half Moon Lake for our annual summer away from Summerfield... I want to take a moment to thank all the people who are behind the scenes year after year to bring you the Great Gildersleeve program. Incidentally, this completes the tenth year of the Great Gildersleeve. First of all, there's our little family. Walter Tetley. I'm Leroy. Mary Lee Robb. I'm Marjorie. And Lillian Randolph. Birdie. There's Marjorie's husband, Bronco, who's played by... Dick Crenna. And Lee Keel is both of the twins. <laughs> <laughs> Earl Ross As Judge Hooker Has been with us since the program began And Dick Legrand created the character of Mr. Phoebe years and years ago Well, now, I went Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Our two fine announcers are John Heaston and Jim Doyle Our consistently amazing and always brilliant scripts are written by John Elliott, Andy White, and Paul West Thank you, fellas. The musical bridges and backgrounds are composed and conducted by Robert Ambrist. Sound effects, as usual, have been created by Monty Frazier 
and Ray Ferguson is our engineer. The show is directed by Frank Pittman. Virgil Reimer represents NBC. Our wonderful sponsor, of course, is the Kraft Food Company. We'd like to thank Kraft and all these other people for their contributions. And we want to thank all of you in the audience who wrote us so many nice letters this past season. We hope to see you all again in September. Please watch your newspaper for the details. Till then, this is Willard Waterman saying, have a fine summer and good night all. What's your favorite sandwich? Hot beef or pork? Cold cuts? Bologna? Liver sausage? Cheese? Well, whatever it is, remember this. If you add a little mustard, you'll add a lot of tang. Yes, a little mustard makes every bite taste better, particularly if it's Kraft's prepared mustard. There are two kinds of Kraft mustard, you know. Kraft salad mustard, mild and delicately spiced, and Kraft mustard with snappy horseradish added. Have both on hand for different tastes, different uses. And remember, when you add a little mustard, you add a lot of tang. Get Kraft's prepared mustard. Laugh with your humble host. He's next on NBC. They have it, friends, from May 30th of 1951, the great Gildersleeve and his adventure trying to start his summer vacation. It all worked out, though, eventually. Always have problems, just like I did in my family. We never got on the road by the time we wanted to get out on the road. Uh, But, hey, whenever you get on your vacation, it's always the right time. And you stop at them stands along the road, get some corn... Or or strawberries. Oh, I love those strawberries. Yeah, it was a good time when we went on vacation. And that was a good time for Guilty from May 30th of 1951. Very interesting to listen to Willard Waterman introduce the cast of The Great Gildersleeve, wasn't it? Well, summertime is the perfect time for... Astro Gilberto. Huh? Yeah. Well, you know, we just uh, had a recent salute to Astro Gilberto recently. And when you think about it, Astro Gilberto, her music goes best with summertime, I think. So here she is to sing the summer samba. Oh, this is nice. One of Astro's best, this summer samba. From the album A Certain Smile, A Certain Sadness. Here's Astro.
Gilberto, she's something special, isn't she? Summer Samba from Astro. Perfect, perfect song for this time of year and a perfect song for the Gildersleeve to listen to on his way <laughs> to his vacation land. Now, now, when we, when your humble host was a boy and we were on our vacation land, we stayed in a little apartment in Wildwood. And on the apartment, I've talked about this before, on the walls was a radio. The radio was built into the wall. It only had one radio station. That was the local Wildwood station. You'd turn that radio on, and you could listen to it all day long. Uh, But I remember most of all from that radio, most of all, I remember always hearing at least once an hour, maybe more, a commercial for the Palisades Amusement Park. Palisades has the rides, Palisades has the fun. Come on over, shows and dancing are free, shows the parking so gee. Come on over, Palisades from coast to coast, where a dime buys the most. Palisades Amusement Park swings all day and after dark. Ride the coaster, get cool in the waves, in the pool you'll have fun. So come on over. Bum, ba-dum, bum, bum, yeah, Palisades Amusement Park. We, I heard that ad all the time on that radio channel. And I, I tell you, I was starting to get sick of it, but I always loved to hear it. When I heard that commercial, I knew I was in Wildwood and it was vacation time. Now, we never actually got to Palisades Amusement Park. We went to the board. They had the boardwalk. They had all sorts of rides and stuff like that there. We went to another place where they had all these rides that went around in circles. I mean, uh, (laughs) we were there when we were kids. And, man, by the time you got off those rides, you were walking in circles. I mean, you could not walk a straight line going on one ride after another that twirled you around and around. Oh, oh, my. That was sort of the uh, cheaper version of boardwalk. You know, you went on those rides. But... We went to the boardwalk, oh, I don't know how many times, many times, but usually at night. But our dad took us to that, that uh, place where they had all those round and round rides one time in the afternoon. And uh, we, <laughs> I don't think we asked to go there again. <laughs> oh, that was the things we did, the things we did last summer, oh, so many years ago. Here is Dean Martin. He remembers the things he did last summer. Oh, tell us about it, Dean. Oh, 
midway and the fun The Cubie dolls we won The bell I rang to prove that I was strong The things we did last summer I'll remember all went along The early morning hike The rented tandem bike The lunches that we used to pack We never could explain The sudden summer rain The looks we got when we The leaves began to fade Like promises we made How could a love that seemed so right go wrong The things we did last summer I remember I'm going to remember, I'm going to remember watching Bachelor Father on television in Wildwood. I'll remember watching the Superman show in Wildwood. I'll remember watching Bozo in Wildwood. Now, we couldn't see any of those things where we lived, so it was a great, great fun for me. Yeah, I love watching television there in Wildwood. Yeah, I'd rather do that and sit on the beach. <laughs> I really would. Well, friend, that's what happened with me once Upon a summertime, Blossom Deary had a, I think she may have had a similar experience. I wonder if she liked watching Bachelor Father. Well, let's listen now to Blossom Deary as she tells us about Once Upon a Summertime. Once upon a summertime, if you recall, we stopped beside a little flower stall. A bunch of bright forget-me-nots was all I'd let you buy me. Once upon a summertime, just like today, we laughed the happy afternoon away and stole a kiss in every street cafe. You were sweeter than the blossoms on the tree. I was as proud as any girl could be as if the mayor had offered me the key to Paris now another winter time has come and gone the pigeons feeding in the square have flown but I remember when the vespers chime me once upon a summer time Once upon a summer time 
Deary and once upon a summertime. Hmm. Nice. Well, friends, that would be the end of the show, except you know what this means. It's bonus music time. Yes, where we play you one of my favorite songs. It has nothing to do with the story of the great Gildersleeve today. It just happens to be some really nice music that I like. Yeah, here is, you know, I used to listen to a radio station that played sort of older music, but one song they played almost Every two hours at least they played it. God, they played it so much, I really began to love this song, and I still do. Here is Sarah Vaughn singing Broken Hearted Melody. Oh, yeah. I like this. It swings. It moves. exactly uh, imitate Sarah Vaughn's voice, but you know, that is a song that, it really grew on me. First, you know, I heard it and said, yeah, that's a nice song. Then they'd play it again and again and again. Every time they played it, I liked it more and more and more, and now, oh, now I'm crazy for it. 
All right, I'm okay now. But I do like that song, Sarah Vaughan and Broken Hearted Melody. A nice way to close this Sounds Like Radio Summer Vacation Show, at least for Gildersleeve. Now, we will be back next week and every week all through the summer. So even though Gildy's on vacation, Sounds Like Radio will be here every single week. And we'll have, of course, our library of sound shows, too. So don't worry, friends. Your humble host is not going on summer vacation. Just the Great Gildersleeve. And by the way, the Great Gildersleeve will return with all new shows in September. So a regular summer vacation with Gildy. You know, I tried to do this. I wanted to get the Gildersleeve shows and our own time period to match up. So when it's uh, summertime in Gildy Land, it's summertime here. When it's Christmas in Gildy Land, it's Christmas here, you know. So I think I finally did it. Uh, for a while there, uh, our months did not match up. And we'd have to skip some holiday shows to play them later at the more appropriate time. But now I'm hoping we don't have to skip any shows. We'll be playing them on the right time because there they will be, the next show in line. All right, friends, until next week, I am your humble host. So long, everybody, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.